You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 159. Today, we're going to talk about growth and refer to grow. Business is hard. Marketing is hard. These are common statements that I hear all the time, but it doesn't have to be. The easiest, most effective way to grow your business is through referrals. Refer to grow. If you are not getting new clients consistently, your business will not grow. You will stagnate and you may not even have a business before long. Doing a good job for your clients is not enough to get them to refer. It is not that your current clients don't want to refer you, it's just that they often don't think about referring you. If they are asked directly, they will refer you. However, they may not offer your name in casual conversation because they're not sure if that's what you would actually want. Having a referral strategy is an important way to grow your business. Some people think that networking is the answer. Long gone are the days of the in-person networking where you run around the room trying to give every person your business card in the hope that they might just want your specific service at that moment. Yesterday, I had a cuppa with a friend of mine and afterwards I walked up the high street of my local town to where I normally parked my car. I got halfway up and remembered that I'd actually parked my car in the next street because there hadn't been any cars parks available. So I did a couple of errands and then I walked past the jewellery shop. It's been there for a long time, but I've not really noticed much. It's not an end of the street I go to particularly often. Well, it was my 26th wedding anniversary this week. My husband suggested that I might like to get a new ring. I'm a bit of a jewellery girl and I like rings. So I'd been looking for probably a year now since our 25th wedding anniversary. And there was a ring in the window and it just happened to take my fancy. I walked in, tried it on, and made the buying decision right there and then. Now, there's only about 2% of people that are ready to buy right there and then. And yes, it had actually taken me over a year to make the decision, but it wouldn't have mattered how much advertising that jewellery shop had done to me. It was just, it was the right time, the right moment, and I was in the right part of my buying journey. Sometimes it is just luck of the draw, and if you're not top of mind, then you cannot be in that draw. Most people are somewhere else in their buying journey. They might just be at that researching, or they might not even know that they need it yet. A buyer's journey can take months, years, minutes, or sometimes only seconds. So if you think about your pipe bursting in the kitchen, there's water going everywhere. Your buyer's journey from not knowing that you needed a plumber and not having a problem to wanting to get a plumber in right now and ringing and booking that consultation will be very quick because you need action now. 
But if you're buying a second-hand car for a child who's graduating in 12 months, you might spend all of that 12 months researching until you buy the car. You might see the perfect car six months down the track. Or you might not even see what you want at all and you might have to delay that decision. People are in their buying journey in different parts and in different times and that can change very quickly and especially if you're right there top of mind. We have always asked our friends, families and trusted advisors for referrals. Getting referrals today is no different than it has been for hundreds of years. Now it is more amplified by the use of social media and our trusted advisors might not be that trusted and we might not know them as well as we would have in the past. And it's little wonder why sometimes the advice that we take on board is dubious at best and malicious at worst. So sometimes our trusted advisors, maybe we need to research a bit more and make sure they are trusted. But as you know, social media rules and people do go on face value. And yeah, sometimes it's not as good as it could be. So how do you get referrals? Getting referrals today and getting successful referrals is all about building business relationships and building trusted referral partners. So great partners are people that can introduce you to their network of people who already trust that partner. These are warm leads and are very important because that implied trust is already established. If your accountant suggests a financial advisor when you need one, you will most often go with that recommendation and that advice with little, if any, extra research. You trust your accountant, you've got a good relationship with them, so therefore their advice should be solid. Referral partners are people or businesses who have your ideal customer, your client, but they don't compete with you directly. So like the accountant and the financial advisor, as long as the accountant firm doesn't offer financial advisory, of course. If you think about a car dealer, I once heard a very good example of a high-end car dealer that teamed up with a high-end spa. So everybody that bought a car from that car dealer got a hamper from the spa company. Now you might say that the men didn't really need that hamper, but most of the time they were actually buying the car for the ladies at this particular dealership. The dealership had a high percentage of either women buyers or cars that were being bought for women. So what happened was that that spa got to introduce to their audience of the car dealer, which they may not have normally. So as part of their hamper, they had a little gift and they got a discount off a certain product or some specials. And that way, the ladies were able to experience the spa. Now, out of that, the spa actually grew and ended up having to put on more staff. The car dealership liked it so much that they told some of their other car dealerships in the franchise and they wanted to expand it. Unfortunately, the spa didn't have the capability to do that because they weren't a franchise themselves. But it was a win-win where the car dealers got something to add to it and the spa people also got introduced to a new audience. So that was definitely a win-win. Who has your customers? The customers that are your ideal A-class customers. A photographer would be a great referral for a copywriter. And both the photographer and the copywriter would be great referrals for a web designer or even social media marketing. 
a florist and a coffee shop, a gift hamper business and a restaurant, a dog grooming business and a pet shop, and I'm sure you can think of many more. So what's your exact example that would work for your business? Who could you team up with? So we've touched on networking a little bit, but when we think of networking, whether online or in person, what is the best way to get a great referral partner? Well, generally, it's start by giving. So think, how can you help them? Who could you introduce them to? What clients would benefit from their services? A great way to build your network and add value is to do cross-promotions. So adding value to somebody else's audience is a great way to service both of you. So some of the examples I've already given. Airlines are the master of cross-promotions. We book a flight and immediately we're asked, would you like to book a hotel? Can I reserve your hire car? There's nothing icky about cross-promotions because it's all about adding value for you and your referral partner. So cross-promotions can also include one or more services. So exactly what we're talking about with the airlines. Accommodation and car hire. A networking group that I belong to offers all their new members a free sales training course as part of joining. It is a value-add to the membership and an introduction to the sales training company that they would not normally have got. So who can you join forces with and add value rather than just thinking about it as a transaction? So when you are asking people to partner with you and you are asking for that referral, think about making it easy for your partners. Can you do an event that would work for both of you or offer it as a free gift or a low-cost gift to their clients? And make it easy for them. Provide them with some email scripts, some social post collateral that they can use, something that they don't have to think about, something that they can just add to their newsletter or flick to their database and make it really easy. Because if it's easy and it's going to make them look good, they're more likely to do it. If it's hard, if it feels icky, if it feels salesy, they will never do it, no matter how good a value it is. Some businesses even have referral manuals to help their partners know the type of questions that a potential customer might be asking, and it makes it easy to know when they're a good customer to refer to. So if you're a builder, the type of questions might be about talking about renovations, asking where to get quotes for an architect, things like that. That can often be triggers for your services. So when you're thinking about referrals, think about how you can work with a one-to-many strategy rather than a one-on-one so that you can maximise and best use your time and effort. And social media, as we discussed right at the beginning, is a powerful way of getting referrals. However, it's far more powerful when somebody else is recommending you. So that may be part of your strategy as well. So there's lots of different things you can do, lots of different ways that you can refer to grow, and it is an important part of your marketing and often doesn't have to cost you very much money, if anything. Generally, it's quite often time, effort, and that relationship building. So SPT audience, remember to enjoy your journey and I'll see you again next week. Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads.
for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.